it's eleven o two. So gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. They got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from Marcus David Peters Circle. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's put our money on the bar and hope the bartender doesn't think it's a tip before we order anything. So, Martin, yes. uh, I'm excited about the show today because we have one of our new, um, we have our new segment coming up, Revisionist News. Um, and With you know, Coach in the Doc. That's right. And, you know... As they get as they get ready, I just want to say that um, you know one thing that I appreciate about them is you know there really isn't a lot of news lately, but they always seem to come up with you know something interesting to talk about. They and find I, what everybody wants to know about. Yeah, and so this week um, we're we're going to be asking them about uh, some pretty exciting news for some of our investor listeners. Uh, the country of El Salvador uh, in Central America now accepts Bitcoin as legal tender. Um, and actually, even a few a few of our, uh, you know, former uh, co-workers were down there during that time. Um, and I'm, I'm just really excited to get, uh, you know, the coach and Doc P's uh, opinion. So let's just go right into that, okay? Sure. Uh, hey, Matt, Coach P here. I just want to jump in. I thought we were just doing American news. Oh, Coach, Coach, let's hold on right now. Let's get off on the right start this week. Uh, you know, when we talk about uh, legal tender, uh, you know, that's an interesting term. Uh, first of all, tenderness is a sign of masculinity. Uh Despite what popular culture would have you believe, uh, and also, you know, when we talk about uh, money, really money is just a form of trust. Yes, Doc, uh, thanks for jumping in. Let's, uh, uh, Martin, did you, did you have any questions for the Doc or Coach? Sure. Yeah, this one's directed to Coach. Um, I know on the football field, the gridiron, if you will. You may be not be an economist, but I think you'd have a lot of interesting viewpoints on this nonetheless. Yeah, thanks, Martin. And by the way, great voice. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, on the gridiron, the currency, it's touchdowns. And I don't know about Bitcoin. I don't know about El Salvador. I don't know about, you know, tenderness and all that that the doc is talking about, but this is crazy. You know, like when I was growing up, it was the gold standard. 
We got to go back to that. Oh, what is this gridiron you all speak of? Is it some kind of thing for making pancakes? <laughs> I love these weird terminologies that you use. You don't play a game on a gridiron. You make, uh, you, you make, you know, European sausage, or you make um, a crepe, uh, or you know, you, you but you play on grass. This, this masculinity, this hyper masculinity, where you everything is made of iron or metal, or, and you throw rocks at each other, and you you are so punitive and angry. Well, coach. Here, I'm just jumping in. I don't know about these European sausages. I was back over in England with the old World League of American football. Should have been way better than it was. Uh, Europeans just don't get it. But come on, give me some Jimmy Deans and American bacon, not Canadian, not these bangers and mash or whatever you guys do over there. This is not right. Coach, this food is not good for you. There is a reason why they, we, when we are, the proper amount of sausage to eat is a one-tenth of an uh, ounce. Now, and that is why the correct portions that we eat, that I teach my clients and, you know, uh, just the people in my chess club, you know, we, we know how to take care of our bodies. And anyway... I want to talk about trust and, you know, the idea of using Bitcoin. I really like this because, you know, deep down, isn't it all, don't we all just exist in some kind of ether? And the way that we protect ourselves is to reach out to each other with kindness and respect. Don't you think so, coach? Sorry, I was drawing up some new plays here. Um. Got three things here, and I think it'll just settle this whole conversation. One, you eat enough sausages until you're not hungry anymore. That That's the proper amount. <laughs> Two, let's stay track on track here. It's about currency. And then lastly, we got to go back to the gold standard. Case closed. Coach, I appreciate, uh, you know, that you're you're a straight shooter. Uh, hopefully you. that's just, you know, when it rhetorically, you don't shoot anybody. Oh, yes. Let's not get into that one, Matt. <laughs> hey, guys, let's let's, let's yeah. keep it focused on the topic. OK. All right. Well, all right. So, well, um, that it, yeah, there's some revisionist news for sure. Um, and and th- you guys brought up some great uh, insights into another world event. Yeah, I didn't know the coach was, you know, such the economist, but. Well, you know, I didn't know that uh, Doc P was a nutritionist, but, you know, there you go. Well, he's a doctor, I think. It's in his name. Right. But maybe his first name's doctor. You know, it could be. Um, He's he's a mystery. Well, it's time for us to move on, Martin. Um, You know, let's hope they didn't steal the show. Because we have some important stuff to talk about this week, which are which are weird injuries, and um, I just want to say, you know, I guess, you know, when you when you're injured, you know, it's usually by accident, is what I think we mean by that. 
So kind of by definition, you know, it's injuries are sort of inherently weird because it's like, well, you know, when I went to use this hammer, it was not my intention to hammer my thumb. And now my thumb, my thumb is all blue and the nail, you know, might come off and it's, you know, just bad. Sounds Um, like you need some hammering lessons. Well, right. And so, you know, I don't use tools. That's, you know, sort of my philosophy. Well, you know, no one said that to the cavemen and cave women. And that's why you and I are sitting here using our uh, sound editing tools so well. Good point. Good point. Yeah, so I'll chime in here with weird injuries. I have perhaps limited experience with this, very minor, but I'll start with one. Um, My right pinky finger, uh, when I was little, it got slammed in a door and broken. That's not the weird injury. The second time I broke it, I broke it uh, playing a friendly game of punch. If you don't know what that is, it's basically somebody punches you and you let them and then you punch them back and they let you punch them. Hmm. It's pretty popular or it was for a while. A lot of people were doing it. It's not weird. Sounds like coach game coach P might have invented. Actually, good point on that one. Well, anyway, I rebroke my finger punching this other person, Mark Hampton. And then it was basically completely dislocated. It wasn't 90 degrees to the right, but maybe 30 degrees to the right. Ooh, burr. Now, fortunately, there was a camp health professional there, or sorry, just a general health professional who said, oh, I can just, you know, pull it out and pop it back into place. So I was like, well, that sounds like a great idea. Though it's free. Yeah, it was free, you know. And then she's like, oh, we should put it in a splint. And I was like, well, that'll mess up my golf. And she's like, yeah, we don't really need to do that. You can just ice it during meals. Um, So surprisingly, it's not really fixed. Really? Yeah. Huh. So how many degrees is it off at this point? Do you know? Do you have a um, protractor? I don't have, a, I don't have my protractor here. Oh. I left it at work. Don't you have a protractor app? All right, never mind. No, no, Matt. Oh, come on. Um, but, you know, just eyeballing it, I'd say probably about 11 degrees. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. If you uh, look at it, it looks bad, but, and well, it's, you know, not as functional, but other than that, it's fine. Yeah, but, I mean, I think we all, I think every person listening to the show, when you said that, just said in their, to themselves, well, then don't look at it. So exactly. I and, also, oh, yeah. I was well, just going to close that. I think everybody has a weird injury story that is at least that weird, if not weirder. I I would say that all all my weird injury stories happened also at camp. Um, for me hmm. to even begin to list them, I don't, you know, I never get hurt really anywhere else. I now that I'm older, I I get sore, like I get my back will get sore, my shoulder, you know, whatever, my yeah. tendonitis and stuff like that. But like 
in terms of just random injuries, um, you know, I've gotten hurt the most times uh, water skiing, and I'm not claiming to have ever been a great water skier, but I did really try really hard for a long time to get good at it. And I would, you know, somehow just me in the middle of, not within 75 feet of anything in the water, I would either somehow hit something or I would fall and the ski would hit me in the back of the head. I had to get stitches. Um, this past summer at, a, at an advanced age, I stood on a machine that's designed to lift ski boats out of the water and somehow the machine was not enough to support my weight and it, it fell apart and I fell and bruised my ribs. Um, so I don't know what that means, but um, evidently, you know, when you get injured, it means you're a risk taker. And so I've always sort of hung my hat on being, you know, a risk taker who you know, doesn't, I have an doesn't idea. do so well. Yeah. If you're getting injured water skiing or even working on boat apparatus, it seems to me that you're not trying hard enough. You're not being as intense as you need to be. Oh. Get even riskier. Okay. That's yeah. what I would recommend. So, like... You know, like, I was, so this is Have the boat go faster. Right. You know, get closer to objects, and then you can work out not hitting them. You know, I, so, you know, it's funny you say that because our brand manager, who, who um, was, I don't remember if he was there this summer or not, but before I was going to do this thing, he asked me if I wanted to borrow his roller skates for when I was climbing around on the on the apparatus. Wait, you weren't wearing roller skates? No. Do you even I take was wearing, safety seriously? Yeah, I was wearing two banana peels on my feet. I thought that that was enough. Lord help us. Well, he's not, or he or she or it or whatever is not going to help us. Maybe you. Well, I'm, did you even pass a safety certification? Yes. And you were not wearing roller skates. No, that's look. Let's not, you know, don't get, don't legalize me or legalize me here, okay? I don't need your. You're you know, not illegal. I don't need you to pretend to be a lawyer or some kind of revisionist news, you know. That was a personality. Completely different segment, Matt. All right. Well, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. Well, anyway, let's move on. Let's. Move I, on. I don't appreciate your you know, making this into a look how smart Martin is in hindsight thing. Like you I thought it do. was weird injuries, not injuries that happened because you weren't being safe. All right. You say tomato, I say tomato. I, I do want to take this opportunity to talk about something that I've sort of been on a crusade for, a literal crusade. For at least the past two years, and that just is golf safety. Oh, yeah. it's really common to injure yourself pretty badly when you're doing practice shots. Right. So, again, don't practice. And that is something you can carry over not just in golf, but with anything. 
Yep. Practice is really going to injure you, not make you better. Don't practice and don't, don't, whatever, take risks. I think that exactly. basically that you and I both live by that mantra. Yes. And I, I do appreciate that you're literally on a crusade to teach people that. Well, that's why I went to blacksmith school. Yeah. So I can make armor. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Well, okay. well great. All right. I think, you know, if there's anything we want to leave our listeners with, it's, you know, that, you know, don't uh, practice. Yeah. Being injured is not your fault unless you were just being kind of half baked about it, you know. Or just, practicing. Just throw it. Yeah. Just stop practicing. Uh, start taking more risks. Also, so, related to practicing, if we have any kids out there, don't do homework. That's basically practice, too. Right. Just don't do it. If you can't show up and, and get an A on the test, then it's the teacher's fault. Exactly. All right. Well, let's move on. I think okay. it's time for hurrahs and huzzahs. Great. Um, this week, Martin, you have a hurrah? Uh, yes. Is that so, correct? I do. I do. Um, And my hurrah, just before I get into it, I didn't think that I was doing huzzah this week and then I'm changing it. That's not what happened. Oh, okay. My hurrah goes out to the Farmer's Almanac, who, for whatever reason, people are still talking about as if the Farmer's Almanac can somehow predict all the weather. They're like, oh, it's going to be really cold in Chicago this year, according to the Farmer's Almanac. We have all this like Doppler radar. We have magnets. We have those like barometer things with the balls in it, you know, with like the fluid that's colored that goes up and down. But yet everybody thinks the farmer's almanac is going to solve everything. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, if the farmer's almanac was so great, why are all the farms having so much trouble right now? Exactly. You know, they need. Willie Nelson and Dave Matthews to raise trillions of dollars so people can grow grow soybeans. It's crazy. So anyway, hurrah, Farmer's Almanac. That hurrah to you. Wow. Martin, always always, uh, just pushing through boundaries and barriers uh, to, to, to get the message out there. I really appreciate that. Um, Next time, me and the Kool-Aid man, we've been doing it our whole lives. Yeah. Next time, whatever you're you're assigned to do, just do whatever you want instead, and don't that's, practice. That's what you're going to do anyway. So, uh, so my huzzah this week goes to um, I like to call him R.J. Um, he's Rhythm J from the Rhythm Gymnasium. And uh, so I visited with him recently uh, in the Hoosier State, America's Crossroads. Is he working on anything new? Oh yeah, he 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 apps for what? Just for, for the podcast. Yes, he's always okay. working on new stuff. Good, good. Um, I mean, one of the biggest nerds that we know. Let's be fair, and I mean, I mean that as a compliment. 
So I he's know, always got some nerdy project or thing that he's surprised doing. that his wife and his son allow him to be such a nerd. But and he's so much, he's so much better at everything than everyone else, which is annoying. And he'll let you know about it. Well, he'll lead by example. But so one thing we were doing was we were watching uh, baseball, and we, we we happened to be watching the White Sox, and RJ pointed out that. Um, that the and the White Sox broadcast not only do they give you the speed of the pitch that the pitcher is just thrown, but they also they they tell you what kind of pitch it was. So you know, slider, uh, curveball, fastball, slant ball, ball, whatever. Yeah, circular cork ball. But um, so anyway, really so he he was saying never, you know that he'd yeah. never seen this before. And I couldn't hear what you just said. He, he was saying I that... A, I said a screwy. Yeah. That's the kind of pitch. A screw tater. So I, you know, I didn't realize this, but evidently the White Sox are the only team that has this. And so I did a little research, and that is that is true. Um, now, okay. other other teams and other broadcasters are interested in this, for a while, the White Sox could only do it at home because they only had the rights to use the technology for their home broadcasts, but they've since been able to expand it. So it's only a matter of time before every team does this, I assume. So, like, if I throw a baked slurve, they'll put, like, baked slurve. Right. Gotcha. Right. Or an airhead. If you throw one of those, it will say that. And the speed. Um, and, and actually... All the technology is already used. If you use the MLB app, I'll just say this quickly. When you use the watch the game day function, and they show where all the pitches are. That that's that's exactly what they're using. Just add a little more computerized pizzazz to it. But at any rate, so, so like our, if I threw like a slow poppy, it would say like slow poppy. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. You're, all the examples you just use, yes, and any of the other ones that you're going to come up with. The answer is yes. So RJ was like lamenting. He's like, you know, he all of a sudden he just you knew I knew it. He was gonna go off on it, and he was like, well, you know, I just, I mean, the one thing that I was able to teach my kid is how to spot certain types of pitches, and you know, and now how's he gonna learn, you know, and blah blah blah. They just give you the answer. Well, it's not. No, it wasn't a question. That's no. See, you're doing it too. There was, it wasn't a, there was, this was not a quiz watching baseball, okay? And so, yeah, so now it shows you, and I'm like, well, yeah, gee, can you believe, you know? So, like, the, if I threw a mucus oh, orb, it would say mucus orb. So, you know, trying to be funny, I was like, yeah, you know, the, pretty soon they're going to start showing the score on the screen, and they're going to start showing, you know, like, uh, how many A outs, lot of the and, games already do that. How many pitches? No, I right. know. I know that was that was the joke, which oh, I'm not surprised you didn't get. So no, it was funny. Just stop interrupting me. So anyway, my point is this is just such a classic thing to do as you get older. And you know, RJ is, you know, not old, but he's sort of getting there. And I think he had his first kind of like old old man response to something like because if you apply that logic to anything else, it just doesn't hold up. You know, so, it's like 
Well, if I threw like I, a you know, scissor ball, it would I say told, like scissor I, ball. I taught my kids, you know, about the four humors and how to, you know, which of each humor to drain from the body to get them healthy again. And then they come up with these, you know, this theory of uh, germs and all this, you know, now what am I supposed to do? How are my kids going to learn about that? Um, so huzzah to you, RJ. And you knew this was coming. So if I threw like a four-seam plantain, it would say like four-seam plantain. Yes. It's amazing. I know. All right. Well, I think... Another another great podcast. I think this Probably might... Probably our best. Might be. Might be. Episode 66. For oh, those quick, of you... Quick for update the, for anybody who might be receiving a Duke of Pipso tank top. Oh. Uh... It's literally being processed right now. Now, you know, most of our stuff's made overseas, so COVID has slowed stuff down, but I would expect it, you know, probably around September 29th if I was, you know, give a general date. Yep. And uh, we, we will be sharing uh, a photo of that on our uh, social media channels once, once, that, once that package makes it to... Uh, to our favorite listener. Yes. And again, so last week we made a call to reach out to us on social media. We're on Twitter. You can email us. Um, and that didn't really work. So I'm not going to do that this week. So don't contact us on social media. You know, we Wait, don't know Martin. who's listening. What? Oh, never mind. I get it. It's a little, I get it. Reverse psychology. Nice. Yes. All right. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. We look forward to talking to you soon. Adios.